Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. The following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the 5-Minute Warning. I want to give an early um, birthday shout-out to my man E, my cousin E. Um, e uh, we, cele- we celebrated his, his birthday um, yesterday at, at dinner, but, you know, technically it ain't till the 21st, so, you know. You know, he'll be wearing them white and blue New Balances and the khaki shorts tucked with his T-shirt tucked in, you know, because he's turning 40 now, so he well, official man, now. It is after Labor Day. You're not supposed to be wearing white. Hey, man, it's okay to wear them um, them wide body, white and blue um, New Balances that they sell at every um, JCPenney or C. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm mad that you said that they sell them at every JCPenney. I mean, C. I'm saying either those white and navy blue New Balances or those white and navy blue Nikes. We all know uh, what they are. And now... The five-minute warning. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the five-minute warning with Reuben Brown, happening right now. Good evening, good evening. How is everyone doing out there in radio? Well, I guess not radio, but TV land, internet land, whatever land. Welcome to a new episode of the Five Minute Warning. I am your host, Ruben Brown. And of course, right at the last second, my co-host, Pops and Moby. How you been, bro? Right on time. I'm right on time. <laughs> All right, guys, got the, the robe and the and the Raiders hat. I guess the Raiders won today. I mean, yeah, they did. But you know, the robe has nothing to do with the, the Raiders hat, but I wear the Raiders hat all the time, man. Or a Raiders hat all the time. But you wear the robe because you were able to get it from your wife this time? Even though it's your robe? Bro, it's my robe, man. Don't be trying to play me like that. Hey, man, I'm just going by what you said, how you used to not have it until, you know, she lets you have she, it after you buy it. She has another one now, so this one mine again. Uh, all right, cool. That's all, that's all I'm doing, man. I'm not trying to start no problems. You know, the guy's eating cereal at nighttime or something. But, hey, man, you know, it's a little crazy out there in these streets. But more importantly, it's a little crazy out here in award ceremonies. And I know how much you love award ceremonies. But I was watching the Emmys before um, the show came on. I'm sorry. I mean, it was on TV. You know, because I was waiting to get up on the show. And, yo, man, apparently A Crown is a really good show. Because any type of directing or acting, they won that joint. 
like like because they have a setup in LA and have a setup setup in England. So every time somebody wins an award, you know, they go to wherever they are. It's like, yo, the people in the UK killing it in the Emmys. So I guess what we're being told is that people in the UK know how to make TV shows and Americans don't. Or just not as good. I kind of disagree, but I mean, I guess I get it. Or there's just a little bit of bias towards those shows in particular. Or maybe they or maybe they're just good shows. I mean, I don't watch either The Crown or either. Lovecraft Country was up there a couple times and you know, that was like really the only American show that was up there. So I found that to be interesting. But hey. Um, and another side thought. MC Light has found a great career doing the voice. You know, the person who actually tells you what's coming up next and introducing people and stuff like that. She's really good at that. So, what do you mean? So like, you know, so you saying you saying that's 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 her thing now? Apparently it is, man. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should watch the crown. I hear it's good, but that's really not my cup of tea. Cause when it's all said and done, I don't really care about what happens in British monarchy. Well, yeah, I was about to say I don't know if it's a good show or it's just um the people whose opinions of it, you know <sighs> white people seem to have a real infatuation with the crown or the the monarchy in general. Cause like I don't I don't know no person of color that's interested in the monarchy at all. Like in any capacity. I mean the fact that the monarchy is still called the monarchy and the monarchy still exists is kind of like what? I mean because you know there's no monarchy in, in democracy. So it's not like this affects us at all. But I guess you know once Princess Princess Dot passed away years ago and the way she passed away, you know, I guess it created a, a thing, you know, but but if you go back in history, that's where our roots as America comes from anyway. It comes from the UK and how, you know, the people who left the UK were indigenous uh, service, a.k.a. slaves, so that they could cross, make their own country and then make slaves as well. Because, you know, they want to be like the monarchy, but not be the monarchy and all that beautiful stuff. And this is where we are today. But I digress. So this week, hey, man, this is episode 98. Two more, man. We're getting there. We're getting 100. No excitement. So do I get paid then? No. <laughs> I think you get a pay cut, actually. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> yes, I'm, right. to, I'm about to hold out until we can renegotiate. 100 equals recession. So, <laughs> I mean... I'm not getting paid either. Heck, I'm paid. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get some Stephen A. money. <laughs> mm, I guess you're going to another podcast. Because, I mean, I, I can't get Stephen A. money. And this is mine. So. So today on this great episode, we got some craziness going on. And so let's start with our old friend and the international state of Florida. U.S. stops in Georgia. <laughs> yes, we know. Yes, we know. Um, 
Hmm, excuse me, Governor Ron DeSantis. You know, um, he he complained last week. Shocker. He complained about how he said the Biden administration has slashed in half the state supply of the antibody treatments that have been critical in reducing deaths and hospitalizations from COVID nineteen. He says it's been a it was a dramatic reduction. We're facing a massive cuts in antibody treatments. So, of course, you know, you know how Biden works. You're not going to just call him out and call him a sucker without him saying something. And so the Biden administration said, well, um, yeah, we got a shortage because due to a substantial surge in the utilization of, you know, this antibody treatment. We are facing a massive cut in antibody treatments abruptly. Yeah. Well, Translation, if more people in your state were vaccinated and didn't <laughs> end up in the hospital, we wouldn't need so many of these damn antibodies. Yes. And then, of course, DeSantis says his supply has been reduced by, by more than 50%. Yeah, because you got <laughs> twice as many people in the hospital now. Yeah. So of course, let's look at let's let's do what we can do and see what's going on. So of course, according to Health and Human Services Department officials, a small group of southern states, they did not state who, but you can figure that out for yourself. A small group of southern states have received um 70%, yeah, excuse me, have utilized 70% of the supply. A small group of southern states Hmm. So basically, yeah, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, Georgia's in there because they're crazy. Probably South Carolina, North Carolina. Now nah, they don't care. They don't care. So at least those five. They don't say which, but you know, last week, excuse me, number one in received doses was Florida, thirty thousand doses in the past week. Texas was second with 24,000 doses. Hmm. Also, it's interesting. These two states have governors who refuse to back vaccine and mask mandates. Excuse me. And your boy DeSantis, as we know and have we talked about, has gone even further and was pretty much like, yeah, you know, Cities and counties can't do mass mandates for school. I said you can't, and the gov and the and the um the courts have agreed with me. You know, and then the state surge in hospitalization and deaths this summer. I mean, everybody the critics blame the governor. Well, you know, if you just use vaccines and masks, you probably wouldn't have had none of this. So, so basically, we spent um, about five minutes just saying. That um, governor's stupid, and he's causing the problem that he's complaining about. That's a fair assessment, Moby. However, you know, that's not how they see it. So on Wednesday, his spokeswoman, Christina Pushaw, Pushaw. Sorry, I was forced. 
said that the Biden administration was retaliating against Florida. So basically it's saying, yo, you don't want to do mass mandates and stuff, so we're just not going to send you stuff to heal your people. How about, hey, we told you how to fix half the problem, and the other half will help you with. I mean, that's just like somebody saying, hey, I need a dollar for this. Hey, can you give me a dollar? How about I give you 50 cent and you work for the other 50 cent? No. Personal responsibility has to come and play at some point in time. If you're going to be out here pretending like the, the the pandemic don't exist, you can't be mad when we're going to stop giving you stuff. Because apparently, if you're going to say no mask mandates, um, if you're going to be um, really hesitant to enforce masks and enforce vaccines... The way I see it, um, if I'm the federal government, I'm going, oh, the pandemic must be over in Florida, so you don't need this. You don't need these. Yeah. And, I mean, I wonder who's paying for that. Once again, it's just <gasps> it's just, it's just like when you're in a, a hurricane evacuation area. It's like, all right, you can stay here if you want to, but if you get caught up in this storm, ain't nobody coming to save you. So if you don't want to wear a mask, if you don't want to enforce all this stuff, all right, cool. We ain't coming to save you. That ain't no retaliation. Just we ain't coming to save you. Yeah. He's opened up 25 treatment sites around the state. And he's like, you know, me, a lot of people would end up in the hospital and someone would die. But, you know, with this antibody thing, this is helping people out. How about helping people out put a mask on? How about that? How about get the vaccine? How about that? You know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying there's like over 40 other states who seem to have a okay time dealing with stuff, you know, one way, and you decide you want to go completely different. So I'm not saying, I, I trust me, I'm not saying F your people, but what I am saying is F your governor, because y'all voted him there, and he tried to run again, I believe, and yeah good luck with that. i'm just saying all those parents and stuff that were at those school board meetings in florida complaining about um the mask and all that like yo i don't want to hear it y'all people get sick no nah, we ain't giving you no damn antibodies in the hospital you acting yeah. like this shit won't real so if you're gonna act like it ain't real we gonna act like it ain't real that's what i'm talking about you know because i mean for for people who <laughs> for people who don't want you know the governor to interfere in their lives they get mad when the government stop we we don't want you to interfere with our lives but we want you to come save us when we fuck up our lives i mean that's what it sounds like to me i am in full agreement with that comment and i just think that i am mad about it. you do you you do you boo because yeah uh, good stuff start acting right maybe I can get some stuff alright so alright we're gonna, we're gonna switch from crazy Florida to stupid Kentucky so about a month ago did you just laugh at that because that sounded mm -hmm. funny <laughs> so <laughs> Kentucky is in my eyes is really like neck and neck with Florida as far as being like one of the craziest states in, in the United States 
But Florida took over for a long time because it's COVID-19 stuff and their activity with it is just juicy fruit. However, Kentucky's like, nah, bro. You can't have the full, you know, thing on crazy. Because about a month ago, we talked about how the students in Kentucky were dressing like cats. And we were just like, what the, what the F, you know, to dress up like cats. And they're like, you know, clawing at people and, you know, purring and crap. So now there's a middle school in Kentucky where students are dressed and acting like dogs. Bruh, like, what does this end? Like, animals? You're not cool being a human. I mean, we're an animal. What's wrong with being the animal that you are? You gotta, you gotta, you got some people doing cats. Some people do a dog. Next thing you know, it's gonna be West Side Story up in this piece, and they're gonna be hissing and clawing and stuff like that. It's gonna be a dance party of animals, and it's just gonna be stupid. But Camp Ernst Middle School in Burlington, Kentucky, posted on Facebook some of the wards are barking at each other and wearing spike collars. Yeah. Okay. Like, the spike collar is one thing. I mean, but this ain't Cleveland. This ain't the dog pound. So, I don't understand, you know, what's going on. And they're like, well, we're, we've invested some time in trying to understand these origins of these changes in behavior. How about your kids are stupid? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I know that was my stance on the cat issue. But I think maybe I, I think maybe I've amended my stance on this. Like, okay. maybe maybe instead of us complaining about the kids wanting to be cats or dogs, maybe we should be like, why do they hate their adult figure role models so much that they don't want to be like them no more? Like that, because I'm just like, yeah, I guess, I guess all the adult figures in Kentucky are are so ridiculous that the kids are like, you know what, we we rather be dogs and cats than end up like the adults. You know, I'm just saying because they say kids model behavior, so maybe they're just like, "Yo, we can't keep modeling behavior after y'all." Like it seems like yeah, the animals have this. Seems like the animals have this shit figured out. Yeah, but didn't they see the movie Cats? That thing was horrible. Apparently, I, I seen. I heard it was bad. But yo, that's a good point, man. You have no. They have like zero role models. And I mean, no. Obviously, the cats and the dogs are role models. I mean, I guess, like, what a cat can land on his feet all the time. That's that's what you want to do. Instead of falling on your back, you want to land on your feet. I mean, man, I, I don't, I don't understand the motivation. I just think this shit's stupid. And I don't understand why adults can't be like, "Hey, kids, y'all can't do that no more. You get kicked out of school." Like, why is this an issue? It should just be like, "Yo, you can't do this shit," or if you do, you can't be here. In the story, why are we negotiating with kids? Like, as an adult, as as a person who has kids, like I'd be damned if I'm gonna spend time negotiating with my kids. Like, no, hey, look, I, I see you want to express yourself and be a cat or a dog, but um, hey, you can't do that here, and if you do, um, you got to go home. <laughs> the the end. <laughs> the end. I mean, you know. Back in the day, I would have asked this question: What they do that at? Clearly in Kentucky. I mean, what's up, E Money and Moco? 
I mean, this. What? Somebody gonna be a cow next? I mean, are we looking at a bear? I'm waiting for somebody to be a bird to have wings so they could jump off a building and try to fly. I mean, but once again, I feel like we already know that the, the this this must be a predominantly white school. I mean, look, look, I I know it sounds bad to say it, but like I can't imagine, like, look, the schools I went, I can't imagine in Portsmouth, Virginia, a group of kids being like, you know what, we're gonna dress up like pets and we're gonna parade around the school as pets. And 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 the faculty administration being like, oh well, they're just expressing themselves. We don't understand why they're doing it. Maybe maybe we can negotiate with them to stop. Be like, no, y'all got to go because apparently this is some gang activity, and we ain't tolerating <laughs> gang activity up here. I mean, what about parents, man? Are they cool with their kids dressed up as animals? And do they? And if they're not, do they just have no control? First of all, I, I feel like parenting has turned into this um, this desire to allow kids to express themselves with no direction. Like, you got to teach a kid how to express themselves uh, within the framework of the organization. Not, not to express yourself and if somebody tells you that you can't express yourself, that they're somehow stunting your creativity like because what what is the harm in a teacher being like hey you in the dog collar get out <laughs> you know what i'm saying or, or take the dog collar off yo if i hear anybody barking at anybody else y'all got to go the end i remember back in this back in the day when i was in school we used to get paddled and parents would gladly give permission to the teacher paddle now if you even look at a kid the wrong way you getting sued and fired, you know. And I'm just like, I mean, I'm not. Trust me, I'm not for this corporate punishment or craziness. But I mean, if you doing that dumb crap in school, man, yo, the the, the, the folks were just like, yo, I mean, I'm not telling you to like brand it, brand my kid, but if he gets out of line, do what you need to do within the rules that you have. But yo, man, that paddling thing at school, the only reason that was effective is because, you know, not saying I know anything about it, but the only reason that was effective was because if you got paddled by your teacher, you already knew when you got home, you was going to get the real ass whooping there. Oh, yeah, because you, the phone is going to ring before you it's, get there. It, exactly. So really, the <laughs> paddling in the school really didn't deter anything. It was just knowing like, damn, if I got paddled in school... When I get home, my rear side is gonna be dead. Like I'm gonna the, be standing that, in class tomorrow. The ass whooping commences, and I just I'm with you, man. Like I question the adults in all of this because so I don't like, question yeah, the adults. I I question if they're actually any adults. <laughs> like I can understand if grandpa, like with the cat, the grandparents were just like what's wrong with my grandchild you know and they probably can't physically do anything but i mean yeah and it's like they talk about tiktok trends man i'm just like look i guess a tiktok trend is destroying bathroom soap dispensers what How, what what 
Like, so, I don't even understand the purpose of that. Social like, media, man, we're, we're, we're destroying our society one post at a time. But what is the purpose of destroying a soap dispenser? There is no point, man. Like, all, all the internet and social media is about right now is getting attention. It's just like, hey, what can I do to get the most people looking at me? It's not about talent or content even though these people call themselves content creators it's basically like hey what what outlandish shit can i do to trend i mean yeah and school is like it does not want to quote not want to discourage or thwart its students creativity or individualism but it wants to promote a safe and healthy culture where all kids feel comfortable Man, okay. shut the hell up, man. It's if basically... all kids aren't feeling comfortable, then you need to do exactly. something about these dogs. <laughs> what is the pain? You, you, like... you know what? There's an important life lesson to be taught at an early age, which is you can't do some shit. Yeah. Like, no matter how you feel, there, there's some things you just can't do. I mean, I feel like schools have become punks. Like, really. Like, because they're so afraid of that one parent who is like, my kid could dress up as a dog. What's wrong with that? Bitch, if you come to me telling your kid could dress up as a dog in my school and you ask me what's wrong with that, how about you just get your kid out of here and go, you can homeschool your kid. But <laughs> like, nothing's, nothing's wrong with your kid dressing up as a cat and dog at home. Yeah. But here, it he, ain't a lot. Here, we have a dress code. And part of the dress code is you must dress as a human. <laughs> How awesome would it be if it's they, if everybody changed their dress code? To, you must dress as a human. No, you can't. A, a Borg is not a human. Star Trek reference. No, no furry I mean, act. No furry activity. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. Like I'm agree with you. Your first statement that this place is probably. Pro- predominantly um Caucasian. But if it's not, no, I'm shame I'm, on I'm, everybody I'm, else. I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm pretty sure that this place lacks uh a overflow of pigmentation in the hallways. Like <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, Yeah, I'm I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure the halls of this school have a pigmentation recession going on. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's also a pigmentation recession. I will have to remember that one. Man, you always come up with the good stuff. I mean, look, I, I can't just keep saying white people because that's not fair. I mean, we know they white, so let's let's give them some more cool, creative names. Yeah. I guess. Ah, oh, man. Hilarious. So... Wow, I don't know which crazy part I want to talk about. Let's, let's stay in school and go to Michigan where a father is suing a Michigan school. Million dollar lawsuit, school district librarian and teacher's assistant. Now, you would think it has something to do with education. Oh, no. Why, why would somebody sue because the kids aren't getting taught properly? <laughs> That's that's funny but no they're filing a one million dollar lawsuit after 
their seven-year-old girl's hair was cut. Now, I understand it. I get it. And ain't no issues. But yo, I mean, really? Like, the, it, the, the federal, the, 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 the charges says it alleged that the bi girl, the biracial girl's constitutional rights were violated. Racial discrimination, ethnic intimidation, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and assault and battery. Now, with that being said, the girl is biracial. The seven-year-old girl is biracial. I mean, can't we just fire people? I mean, I'm what, what, what is the whole story? The whole story is that, well, first of all, the kids on a bus cut her, cut her hair once. And she said that the kids said well, something else happened. And then the second time, and then they took her to a salon to fix it. So at least it looks, it don't look crazy. So they fixed it up. And, I, and I'm fine. But once again, the kid, there's a child on the bus who cut the girls hair the first time. So went back to school. And then she was like, you know, came back home. The other side was cut. And dude was like, yo. I told you no kid should ever cut your hair. And the kid was like, but dad, it was a teacher. And she cut the hair to, she cut the hair to even it out. What? Why is someone not the parent of a child cutting child's hair in a place of learning? Like, oh, it's 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 recess. Come on, girl, let me fix your hair. And I brought some sugars out and cut the other side. Like, what? I don't understand. I just don't understand. That's like, I, yeah, I just don't understand. Like, how would an adult say it's cool to cut a kid's hair in school? That ain't your kid. That ain't remotely your kid. Just because you got in loco parentis, that don't mean it gives you the right to, to do anything to that child physically or mentally unless it's a unless they're teaching because that's your job but it, it's the damn librarian you ain't got nothing else, you ain't got nothing else to do with those books but to cut some girl's hair bro uh, bro i don't i don't i don't know how i feel about this let me ask you. I, this. I mean, no, no, no. What I mean is, when I say I don't know how I feel about this, what I'm saying is, I don't know how I feel about an adult randomly deciding to cut a kid's hair at school. Like, I, I get in, in a million dollar lawsuit. I don't, I mean, yeah, good luck, buddy. Um, oh, it's going to be a settlement. It's going to be a settlement. Man, it ain't, ain't going to be nowhere well, close to that million. But my thing is, it's like, yo, whoever did it, like, they can't still have a job because that's just a total lapse in judgment to, to think that that's even remotely close to okay two people the teacher and a teacher's assistant said you know let's cut her hair let's fix her hair let's cut her hair that might be good but this is after a child and children children do dumb shit and I understand why 
like the children's situation, I mean, well, you, can, you can get mad at the parent of the child. And maybe they discuss that, whatever. You know? But yo, the kid can't do nothing when an adult says, I'm going to cut your hair. They can say no. But then it's like, well, I'm going to cut your hair anyway. Then I'm just like, I understand. That's kind of assault. In a strange way, that's kind of assault. Because the kid pro- clearly said, probably said no. And you said, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. And what's the kid going to do? I mean, what, they're going to fight off the, the, the seven-year-old going to fight off the two adults who are cutting her I mean, hair? The, the, the superintendent's response to me is, is what troubles me the most. Um, all right, superintendent said, regardless of their good intentions, I'm just going to stop it right there. <laughs> this didn't sound like no damn good intentions. Said one of the teachers had already commented about her hair before. Yo, it ain't no good intentions that you randomly decide to cut a kid's hair at school without permission. When the kid, when, without permission. And when the kid didn't be like, hey, can you cut? First of all, even if the kid did say, can you cut my hair? You don't make that call, but it ain't no damn good intentions that these adults decided, hey, we're going to cut this girl's hair. Well, that's what the independent third party investigation determined. And so you can just go with that. And then both employees have admitted their actions and apologized. Um, Look, I'm usually not the person that's like, yo, you got to get fired. But in this situation, nah, you got to get fired because I can't trust your judgment and I can't have you in a position to be in charge of kids and I can't trust your judgment. I the mean, end. <laughs> so let's see. Jessica after this happened before I understand why people think it's okay to cut another child's hair. I don't know either, Jessica. That don't make no damn sense to me. Because yeah, that just don't make no damn sense to me. And Moco Cowboy is like the teacher who cut it was white too. However, Moco Cowboy, the teacher was white. The child is biracial, aka basically the child is black. Just gonna put it out there. I'm not I'm not saying this is a race thing. I'm just saying that's the mentality thought process. Well, there are a lot and, of people who do think this is racially motivated. Well, and I get it, but because it's not like anybody else's hair got cut. <laughs> but I just don't understand why you are putting your hands on another child in such a way well once again i don't care why you're doing it i just know you can't work at the school no more because i can't trust your judgment i mean yeah they apologize though that's i mean that's cool i I appreciate the fact (laughs) that they apologize but they're gonna have to apologize with another job the school board said the independent investigation found no racial bias and included interviews with district personnel students students yeah the other seven-year-olds (laughs) <laughs> and families in a review of video and photos, including posts on social media. District administration also performed an internal review of the incident. However, they never questioned the child or the parent. I mean, so, I don't. Who cares if it's racially motivated? It's it's motivated by not thinking. Meaning, you shouldn't be in charge of kids now. You shouldn't be. You you shouldn't be trusted with kids. Yeah. If you don't know that no matter whether it's racially motivated or not, that it's not cool to randomly cut a kid's hair, then yeah, I can't, 
I, I can't leave my kids with you. And they moved that kid to another school. I mean, and I mean, you know, he's suing the district. And the funny part about that is, like, they're going to get some money out of this because, unfortunately, that's what you get. You know, you get money because they, they were, at least the lawyer was smart enough to sue the people and the district. And when it's all said and done, the district can't say that, well, you know, this is what this is their job. So the district will end up paying something. You know, how much? Like you said, no idea. You know, but you're right. Those other two shouldn't have a job or three. Well, it's three, really, because two of them did it and the other one knew it, but didn't say nothing, which, which you might as well just went and cut some hair, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just think that it's a travesty that they did this this poor girl and what's she gonna do? Seven. She, I mean, you know, the one kid, yeah, I, unfortunately the child cut the hair and that sucks. Like, but once again, don't let no kid cut your hair. And she did that. She's like, the kid didn't cut my hair. My, my teacher cut my hair. I mean, the teacher's lucky that she didn't get her ass beat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That is true. I mean, I mean, you know, let let's just be real about that because it is in Michigan and it's not Detroit, Michigan. You know, people do craziness in places where they're comfortable. Yeah, do that. Do that shit in Petersburg. Like uh, nothing I that you advise. own, nothing that you own will ever be safe. That's after you get your ass beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially, if, I mean, we're not even talking about Richmond. We're not even talking about New York City. We're talking about Petersburg. Excuse my language. Petersburg. Man, I wish you would cut a black girl. Man, you would, come on, man. Bro. Give 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 some people in Petersburg a reason. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, I don't think that's just to find the Petersburg. That's, that's, pretty any I, pretty much any urban um area in general you ain't gonna just cut nobody hair yeah yeah so whew, I, I don't get it man i don't get it but whatever see you trying to get it i'm just trying to figure out why they still have jobs that's it i'm trying to figure out why they ain't got the ass beat I mean, I know there's a teacher shortage and everything, but you know, yeah, you can't you can't be doing that. So, the next thing I want to talk about is, first of all, I just need to put this out there, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever get arrested for anything, and you ever go to jail, and you have to get booked, your picture is not going to look good. I don't care who you are, what you look like, your 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 mugshot is never going to be pretty. Bruh. Like, this woman's mugshot looks like she's scared to death. She should be because her dumb ass shot her 12-year-old son over a damn SD card. SD memory card. What? Let me repeat that. This mother in Chicago shot her 12-year-old son over a missing SD card. 
nah man like it is not that she shot him once she shot him twice yeah yeah um you say stupid but like i'm just gonna say um no in the story that's no, I'm saying in, in, in the story they said you know family members that said you know she had had paranoid behavior like look I know I'm the guy that's like yo we can't always fall victim to just saying everything's a mental health issue but you know what this shit's got to be a mental health issue like you you shot your 12 year old son twice in the head saying that they had a memory card and shot him once walked away came back later the kid was still alive shot him in the head again talked to family members on the phone and and the family and basically told the family members that she shot him then the police and the ambulance get there and then the kid dies in the hospital so i just there needs to be a mental health issue here from I just need there to be a mental health issue here because I just I don't want it to be some issue where like some woman just decided you know what f this I'm gonna shoot my kid because there's a memory card that's got some um scantily clad pics of me and I'm paranoid like I I can't I don't want to compute that as being the reason why this kid got shot and killed um so this has got to be a mental health issue I mean this see stuff like this is like the family said that she had been displaying paranoid behavior now my question to that is did she just start displaying it to the point where like when she was calling or whatever or you saw this joint like months ago because look man I understand that you never want to separate a family. I get it. However, if you know that your sibling or your friend or your family is suffering from some mental health, when are we going to step in and be like, you know what? You acting a little crazy right now. Let me take Caden for a little bit until you get yourself together. You know, let's let's do that. I mean, there are multiple reasons why that doesn't happen. One, because it's hard to, you know, approach anyone and say, I'm going to take your kids because I don't think you're stable. V, like even when even even when somebody is displaying somewhat paranoid behavior and, and we can see that it's problematic, our rationale, our human nature rationale will never allow us at least without something drastic happening to think that it would ever escalate to this and that's fair that's very fair and I'm not going to disagree with that um you know I just feel like am I bad for wanting to know what's on that memory card though I don't know what's on. I mean, I mean, I mean. Look, I'm I'm not trying to make. All right, no, actually, that that probably is kind of a joke. But it's a real question. Like I'm, like I wasn't trying to minimize what happened, but I did kept keep thinking like, that was on this memory card. I mean, it could have been some pictures. It could have been. Some and did money. this memory card actually exist? That's the other thing because 
you know, we don't know nothing about the memory be, be, card. Because, because if my mama pull out a gun on me and ask me with a memory card to give her the memory card back, you I'm best damn believe if a, if a memory card exists, I'm giving it. Like, here you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, I, it's, it's such a sad story. And I think we as people, it's hard for us to admit that we have some mental health issues, much less get help for it. You know, um, and, and, and I think it's especially difficult when it involves mothers and kids. Like, I mean, I mean, thousands upon, you know, probably millions yeah. of, of women experience postpartum, and yeah. and being anybody, being the male, being the father, being somebody in the family, it is really hard to even approach the person who may be experiencing the postpartum not alone yeah. try to get them help because we still have this thing where we're like we don't want to offend people we don't want to upset them we don't want to overstep you know we, we yeah. have this whole it's not my business philosophy so i mean it makes it that much more difficult when it's you know a mother because you know it's really i'm i'll just speak as a guy like it don't matter how stressed out and how um irrational the mother might appear i feel like if i go and be like hey um you need a break like i'm gonna take your kid away like i'm being an asshole now so it, it's it's we need to find a better way to have this conversation we need to start having this conversation yeah more importantly. i think that's the, i think that's the hard part it's like and it's we need all, to start having this conversation like i, I think and I, I think i think if i if i'm not mistaken it's starting to be talked about a lot more like during pregnancy we need to be educating you know families on postpartum mm-hmm. depression like hey this is real like we don't know if you're gonna have it but you may and it's not it's not a sign of weakness it's not a sign of you being a bad mother it's it's none of that it's it's just something that happens and yeah. we can help but you've got to be you've got to be willing to allow people to help correct and, and that's and that's hard for, that's hard for the person who has to hear that it's also hard for the person who has to say that you yeah. know and it's and it's we just have to realize that it's hard all around. It's not an easy thing. It's not an easy solution. It's not an easy problem, you know. But I, I just feel like, you know, all of us, regardless of what color you are, hey, look, man. I mean, if you feel depressed, if you feel a certain way, you need to reach out. If it's not to get help, reach out and at least tell somebody. Or at least try to try to find a lifeline of some sort to be like hey I need help or hey I mean whatever try it's that's the hard part but you know it's it's one of those things that as a just as people we need to do I mean for each other and if you see somebody having or look like they may have an issue it's okay to be like hey are you okay do you need some help how can I make your life, you know, how can I help you out a little bit? I see you look a little stressed out, you know, that sort of thing. Or just sit and talk about whatever. I mean, because when it's all said and done, like, I kind of 
me partially, I kind of joke about certain things. Like, people like to tell me things that I don't ask. Um, and then the business where I work in, you know, we talk to people a whole lot. And, you know, I met this one lady doing my job. And I was just talking to her, waiting for her to be helped. And literally, man, I was just like, hey, you know, you know basically just small talk. And she was like, I'm going to Vegas for my friends, yada, yada, yada. And it went from how excited she's about to go to Vegas to, yeah, I wish my husband was going with me, but he passed away seven months ago. Whoa. <laughs> like, and next thing you know, I'm in this conversation of her literally just expressing how he, you know, in her words, how he passed away and, and all that. And next thing you know, I almost feel like I'm sort of a counselor, but all I did was sit there and just listen. And, you know, it's because some people sometimes just like, I need to get something off my chest. And I guess at that point in time, she felt like she needed to get, she needed to talk to somebody. I ain't know her. I probably never gonna see her again before. But, you know, we talked and I gave my condolences and, you know, whatever. But yeah, sometimes it's, sometimes we just gotta talk to each other. And it sucks that this happened to her and her child, you know, because as much as her child is a victim, she's a victim as well, you know. And yeah, yeah. Goes- Th- that that if there's a mental health element to it. Now, if this chick just like decided that she ain't want her kid no more, fuck her. I hope she burns. <laughs> I hope that's not the case. this went from being like really touchy feely to really cold once again like i said like i i want there to be a mental health and look the the rational part of me says this has got to be a mental health issue but i also got to reserve that that space that says no some people just do bad shit yeah yeah so you know, I, I'm kind of, you know, he got shot the first time, but the second shot is what killed him because he was, he was conscious and crying after the first shot, apparently. And it's like, whoa, you got shot in the head and you still conscious and crying? But the second shot took him out. So I'm with you. If I hope she gets the help she needs. I feel sorry for the loss of her son, but if she's just an evil woman on this planet, she knows where she's going straight down the pipe so my five you know once again we we missed ag ag told us you know the the situation is getting better you know he will not be overrun with bad plumbing and he'll be back next week so that's awesome but he was nice enough to leave us a my five for this week and so this this time the my five is a top five black anthems doing the cookout in our culture in the culture our culture whatever culture so the top five songs you always hear at the cookout now with that being said i know that moby and i are gonna have similar songs so I say let's get those out the way 
because unfortunately, I mean, like, no, man, it might, it might not song, be. I guarantee that the one song that is at everybody's cookout, which I personally hate, is that damn electric slide. You or, see, or, that's not or, even on or, my list. Hold on, or the cha cha slide, or any type of freaking slide that happens that always do that. Come on, man. What I don't know if it, what, what, like, it's not on mine. I'm just saying, it's not on yours. It's just not. I, 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 maybe it's just not. Wasn't wasn't the song I thought about, but like it just it just wasn't on mine. But 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 at your fan cookouts, they get a damn electric slide. I mean, slide. they don't never. Like I I mean for real, like you don't see you don't see grandma getting out there doing the cha cha slide. I mean, and if it, and if and if it does play, like maybe I'm just not like. It's not one of those like it It's just not one of those things that's memorable. Like I mean, I'm. And when you said like a staple at it, like I might have heard it before at at one, but it's not a staple. When I think of a cookout, I don't think of Cupid Shuffle or Electric Slide. I don't think of that. Like I know they play those at cookouts, but that's just yeah, not one of the that. songs I think. This is not one of the songs I think of. Okay, well you go then. I mean, all right. So I'm I was kind of confused by the question in a sense, and not even confused by it. like there's a transition period. What I mean, like, all right, so. It's a time frame thing because I think some of the songs, the traditional songs that cookouts have changed through time. Because, you know, generate like the, the cookout generation, you know, the older people are, you know, exiting the cookout, you know, going, you know, wherever they go after this round. So I do have a couple of the classics up there, but I think there's some newer songs up there that are also up there as well. So I'm waiting to hear this. All right. So first of all, I go with the old ones. September, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Of course, that's I a mean, staple. You know, that's a staple. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it don't it don't matter what generation you're a part of. Yeah. You know, they're gonna jam. Yeah, they're gonna jam. All right. Here's another old school staple. Before I let go, Maze. Yep. I mean. Yep. You just it's it's a staple. You got the aunt out there dancing like she yep. dancing twenty years, and she's like, "Come on, come dance with me." And I'm just like, "No, that's weird." Um, <laughs> outstanding, the Gap Band. Yeah, I mean that every time. There you go. You know, you know, you knock me out. Now here here's where I think some of the transition is like Uh-oh. now. Like now, I'll hear this at the cookout when maybe when I was younger, it wasn't a staple at the cookout. Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. Really? It's a staple at my cookouts. I mean, yeah, yeah but. This is how we do it. That's wasn't usually the song. That's usually the song that starts everybody getting on the floor. It, exactly. That, everybody that's, know that joint. That's a this song. This is you know, how we do it. You got to get your groove on. Sha na 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 na. Yeah, that's uh, all right, so, party. And, and I guess my my last one, because I got two honorable mentions, but it's you know it's transition too. Um, summertime, man, DJ Will yeah. Smith, DJ Jazzy Jeff, you you know that song comes on, yeah, it's the cookout. Exactly. Now, so now he, he no no here's the transition because I don't think this was played. You could play this back in the cookout. 20 years ago like when the song came out but now 20 years later 
this is a unifying song. Okay. Juvenile back that ass up. No, never at my cookouts. See, that's what I'm saying. The cookout, the cookout generation is changing though. And then if it was the juvenile song, it's damn sure not the cursive version. Oh no, no, it ain't. I ain't saying it, it gotta is, be the cursive version. It is, it is back that thing up. It's back that thing up. It don't matter, but you still hear that doom. Doom doom. Then you see some people on the dance floor trying to back some stuff up. You just want to walk away. But what I'm saying is that that song, like when it first came out, you would have never, you never played that at the cookout. But now I 20 disagree. years later, I, well, I disagree. it depends on who's at the cookout. I mean, it depends but, who's DJing. It, true. But now, but now back that thing up, like unifies women of all age groups. Yeah. Like you can play, you, you, you can play back that thing up right now and the 20 year olds will jam the 50 year olds will jam and i will jam myself inside that and everything in between because that. <laughs> that's not a sight i want to see and and another all right so my other honorable mention one was look it's a, it's kind of a southern cookout staple okay like ghost town dj's my boo yeah that's southern that's what i'm saying that's a southern yeah. cookout staple like <laughs> I don't okay. even really like the song. You know what I'm saying? But I will admit when that beat comes on. My boo. Like when that song, when that beat comes on, like you know. Your lady, baby. Yeah. Like it's 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 just it's just a feel-good song. So I'm like, you know, at the Southern Cookout, that, that jump was gonna jam. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. So addition to some of the ones I agree with, definitely. Um a song that probably entered himself. It, it usually comes on as the sun goes down step in the name of love because you know that's when that's when the uncles and aunts get up there and they dance together like they've been dancing I, I, see i got a question though is that arc is that problematic now no okay. old people listen to that all right i'm just i just didn't look look i, I don't know the r kelly rules man like the, the r kelly playbook man is different now man like yeah i don't know uh, if it's problematic because see here's the thing man the older generation, the generation before me, the older generation, they f- they either forgave or don't care because that had nothing to do with them. I'm just they saying, just like, I, they just like step in the name of love because when it's all said and done, that was his comeback album. I mean, and do the old was, people feel like he was apologizing because he said they asked me why I did it? I did it for love. <laughs> I mean, the old people don't give a crap about twelve play. Hell, half of them probably don't know about it. This was clearly but, a money grab. With Steph yeah, about you, right? Love. When that that Steph in the name Love came out, I was like, "Boy, you hustling motherfucker!" Boy. I mean, like, yeah. If you go, you you, hey. <laughs> you was like, "Boy, it's hot out here in these streets." Let's Strong. step in the name of Love. Right. <laughs> Man, because that's also the same time he came out, but with that song about his Jeep, which was so bad. And you know, so Steph in the name of Love is is. This, is a party stable but that happens like when the sun's going down and all the aunts and uncles who are married or former married and they just want to get out there and dance so and basically you're saying that, that happens after a few people have been been drinking a little while oh definitely all right you know so definitely because you know you always got your drunk uncle and then the drunk uncle always hey, goes man, and, don't, and, and don't nobody hold that two-step like the drunk uncle nothing man. Boy, 
<laughs> the best two-step in the business. I, I, I almost feel like you can't even two-step right until you like 50-something. Like, and, and you got to be mid-50s before you hit your two-step prime. Because <laughs> that's the only two steps you got. And if you can't do those two steps right, you already messed up. I'm just saying, you know, it's just what it is. So, and the other one that that that's played, at least in the places where I go, Cool in the Gang Celebration. Celebrate the come on. You know, I mean... I don't it like was, that song, but so, so, no, no, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, cause you absolutely right. I thought about that, but I just didn't want to put it on my list because I don't like that song. Like, I really don't like that song. <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, but, but, see, that's fair. You, you, you ain't lying. It, de- it definitely is a cookout staple. Because, you know, like I hate anything. I, I hate, and I hate it worse because they'll play the stupid um um electric slide and then here's cha-cha slide part two and it's like bitch like no like it's time to get funky (laughs) (laughs) and then of course the 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 greatest part ever is will you go down low touch your hands to the flow and then it's like either the worst scene ever or a whole bunch of people be like, if I go that low, I ain't getting back up. And it just know, ain't my jam. Nah. Like the, the, the only like line dance thing that come on that like I don't really like hate, and I don't even know why I don't hate it is when Wobble comes on. Like I don't hate that, bro. I just don't. I don't hate it. The Wobble man, I don't know how to do it, but God knows everybody else does. And I, 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 I think that's a, um, a talent. Cause I don't know the wobble, and I don't want to ever know the wobble. And it ain't, it ain't, no, it ain't really hard. Right? Yeah, but I feel like it's also ain't for me. I feel like the song was not meant for dudes to do the wobble. I'm just saying. He said, "Get in there." Yeah, yeah, get in there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I I understand that, but I think his get in there is different from. I, I the mean, get in there. hey, get he, in there. He, he yeah, was definitely yeah. he wanted the big girls to get it. I mean, big girls want to back it up. Yeah. I mean, so you know, yeah, but hey man, you you put the wobble on. There's some people who ain't moved in like 20 years and they just I mean, yeah, like I said, they, they like, can get out there. I was like, what rejuvenation of hips? What's going on? So you know, they come off. I'm with you on the electric slide, though. I hate the electric slide, man. With the passion. I hate, I hate it. I hate that and everything that came after it. I'm not a fan of the cha-cha slide. I can do it. And if I'm forced to do it, I will. But I hate it. I hate all of it. I don't I mean the, the Cupid Shuffle. I, I just go on the autopilot with the Cupid Shuffle. Like I ain't gonna it's lie. I'm a, I'm a, I might be on the floor doing a Cupid Shuffle, but don't 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 be fooled. I'm not enjoying it. I just switch to autopilot and whoever I'm with that I'm trying to appease. You know what I'm saying? To be out there, I'm just like I'm just just going through the motions. Yeah, you got to be special for to get me out there for any of that. And I mean, so you either have to be my mama, you have to be a very attractive young lady. That's pretty much it. Or, or if for God's sakes they're playing it at camp, like if some kids like 
Cookie, you should come to. What are you going to do? Tell them no. I mean, I have before, but that's, that's, that's kind of that's kind of foul. Yeah, that's kind of foul, man. Yeah, because kids have this innate, innate ability of it's just one or two at the time. Next thing you know, that that shit multiplies to like ten and twenty. Next thing you know, you got the whole damn camp talking about. Cookie, get a leg slice. Like then it's like peer pressure. Yo, camp is like the worst peer pressure ever. Really. That's it, dude. Like, you're the you're the adult there. You shouldn't be getting peer pressure. I mean, usually I just walk away, but sometimes, man, you know, it's like, I mean, if the, if the wrong kid is there and they show the they show the puppy dog eyes and stuff, it's just like, you know, after you say in your head that I hate you because you can't voicely say it, then you just get out there and appease them, and then on Friday. Oh, it was great when you were dancing. It's the greatest part of camp. And it's like I'm I must have I must have a problem because I don't I don't mind disappointing kids. <laughs> if if they're not mine, I don't mind disappointing them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I all right, mean, go ahead and finish know. the list because I, I <laughs> no, that was my list because I most of them we agreed on, you know, and then I just add the last couple, so it's good stuff. I mean, wow, Ghost Town DJs. I'm telling you, that's a southern thing, man. I figured you. I don't, say, I don't like, think. I don't, I don't think it's. Ju- I don't think it's just a southern thing, but like I know that and um, well, maybe it's just one of my favorites. Um, Jeanne, hey, Mister DJ, that song, hey, come on, Mister DJ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there, there's so many songs that you could say are staples. Like, I mean, so for real, Tussie Roll. Come on, come on, that Tootsie Road. To the left, to the left, to the right, to the right, to the front, to the front, to the back, to the back. I mean, baby. I I just love the way that song start off. Butterfly. Oh, no, that's old. (laughs) (laughs) Cotton candy, sweet and cold. Let me see your Tootsie. I mean, the stanky leg, not so much. Yeah, that, that, that faded. Thank God. I did that in front of 500 people once on a stage. That was interesting. Once again, that peer pressure shit. It happens. You might um, as well been out there doing that Soldier Boy. <laughs> no. I remember the time we were in your mom's backyard. And I guess we, we should have been trying to get it. And, and we cranked that Soldier Boy. Yeah, we cranked that Soldier Boy. And I was like, that's like the one and only time I think I've ever really truly cranked a Soldier Boy. God, once you've America. once you've done it once, you've already disappointed yourself enough. You don't need to, you don't need to revisit it. And the, the sad thing is, I wasn't intoxicated. The, the, the first time that Yule happens, you're just like, "Yep, this is what my and life Yule. is right now." God, that was. You look back on it. That dance was so done. Yep. And kids loved it. What the hell does Yule mean? This dude made up a word. This dude made up a word, and we all fell for it. God bless America. We're so dumb. <laughs> but hey, it is what it is. Because it's getting cold out here, man. It was like 60, 75 degrees driving back home. I was like, yep. Hey, man, we, we, ain't say, we ain't say no Michael Jackson songs staple at the cookout. There's a lot of Michael Jackson songs that you can bump at the cookout. Well, you know, Michael Jackson kind of falling on hard times lately. Man, you so, tripping? Like, don't don't I, stop till you get enough. I want to rock I mean, with you. 
Those things come on. Ho, 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 ho. That is <laughs> classic Michael Jackson. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, did Michael Jackson now? No, no, no. Nobody what Michael plays Jackson anything. now? You referring to? Nobody plays anything after Thriller anymore. You're not gonna hear black or white. Nah, the cookout. I mean, you, you're right. You're right. You're not gonna hear. Remember the time. I mean, plus, plus, you know, there, there's a camp of people that are like, you know, you know, there are people that think Thriller was his best album, and then the the rest of us that know Off the Wall was. So. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Thriller was the one that made money. Yeah, th- off, th- the th- off the wall made money, but I, I get it. Thriller Not had all, money. yeah, Thriller had all those those hits that everybody remembers. But like, when I you, mean, the when dude you had a when movie you, video. When, when you put that album in, off the wall crank, like that oh, yeah. thing slapped the day. <laughs> yeah, Thriller had the first movie video, the fifteen minute video. I feel, I feel like Thriller got a whole bunch of songs that you remember the videos more so than you remember the song. Well, I mean, because that's when that's when videos start really truly blowing up because more people were able to get into their household. You know, as far as cause MTV at the beginning, you, I mean, you might as well have been like, you rich if you had MTV. But then by the late 80s and stuff, a lot of people had basic cable and MTV was on basic cable um, and stuff like that. So yeah, videos became a thing. And yeah, you know, after Thriller, man, his videos became super um, um, expensive. You know, like the whole "Remember the Time" movie slash video with Eddie Murphy in it. <laughs> I mean, you know, and that song wasn't that great. Black and white video was. Horrible. I remember. I remember when that video was going to premiere. They hyped that thing up for like a week. Yo, I mean, for real, it's the greatest thing ever. It's like fifteen minutes of. Looking at Michael Jackson turning to and from sand. So, yeah, not not a fan, not a fan. Um, so, yeah, man, what else is on your mind? I mean, to be honest, man, nothing. Like, I'm I'm good, <laughs> man. Like, I, I really got nothing else on my mind, man. Like, you know, I want to give an early um birthday shout out to my man E, my cousin E. Um. Uh, we, cele- we celebrated his, his birthday um, yesterday at, at dinner, but you know, technically it ain't till the 21st. So, you know, you know, he'll be wearing them white and blue New Balances and the khaki shorts tucked with his t shirt tucked in, you know, because he's turning 40 now. So he Whoa, official man. now. It is after Labor Day. You're not supposed to be wearing white. Hey, man, it's okay to wear them, um, them wide body white and blue. Um, new balances that they sell at every um, JCPenney or C. <laughs> Yo, I'm mad that you said that they sell them at every JCPenney. I mean, C. I'm saying either those white and navy blue new balances or those white and navy blue Nikes. We all know what uh, they are. White and navy blue. Hey, man. It's like they're the only color they made them in. Like, they're like, <laughs> these are the official, these are the official old man dad shoes. You ain't wrong. These are the dad, shoes of these are the shoes of getting shit done. <laughs> <laughs> My dad the, the, these are the, the shoes that these shoes make you have to tuck every shirt in. <laughs> That's so Whether you got a t-shirt on with some sweatpants, it don't matter. Tuck it in. Tuck it in. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly he is not up here because he would be losing his mind right now. I told him um, I was going to get him some of the new bounce for his, for his birthday. He was like, man, if you did that, I'd be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Hey man, you say what you want, man. Their new balances are comfortable. I mean, look, they gotta be. That that's that's the only reason you get them. You don't get them damn things for style. Yeah, you're not work. I mean, you're damn sure you're not running or anything. Like I said, those are the official shoes of, of of grown men getting shit done. If you see some dude walking and and not the clean ones, if they clean, that means he just graduated to them. They got to be <laughs> off white at the bottom because that means he been out doing yard work in it. Like you see right. a dude with some khaki shorts on, t-shirt tucked in, and a, and a, them fat bottom white and navy blue New Balances or Nikes. That's a man that's getting shit done today. I need you to stop talking about my dad, yo. <laughs> hey, but when he so was wearing it, won't he getting stuff done? He all, dad always gets stuff done. Exactly. Definitely, definitely man. He found blue ones though. Obviously, he 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 next leveled his shit. I mean, as you he got know, them exclusive. White gets dirty. White gets dirty easy. So he found he got them. Ones. He got them exclusives. <laughs> you couldn't get them out the East Bay magazine. He had to. Oh <laughs> no no Amazon, my friend Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad's at the Amazon. What did he? What did he search in Amazon? Dad shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually interested. What will pop up if I go on Amazon and hit dad shoes? I don't even know. I need and to I'm know. Scared now. to look. I need to know because if those shoes don't come up, Amazon is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Anything else on your mind? Yo, the first thing shoes? I. Yo, the first thing that pops up, dad shoes, new balance. Hey, I can't make this shit up. I got new balance, man. Yeah, I had a pair of those once. It's man, like I said, man, the official shoes are getting shit done. The cross trainers, baby. (laughs) The white, the white cross trainers with blue in. I mean, they're comfortable and you get shit done in them. I mean, it's what it is. Anything else on your mind other than old dad shoes? Nah, man. I ain't quite there yet. Wait, I was just going to say, where are you getting them? You about to man, get them soon. I mean, I ain't quite there yet, but I mean, the way my feet be hurting now, maybe I should. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um, You know, as far as what's on my mind, honestly... I don't even feel like complaining this week. I complain a lot. I decided this week I'm not going to complain. What I will do is say, I will send a shout out to my Washington football team who miraculously evaded a loss by the the goodness of stupid people on the New York Giants. Um, I will also like to give a shout out. <laughs> you don't feel like complaining. I will also like to give a shout out to ODU football who got the brakes beat off of them, but they steal my team. Um, I'm giving another shot to Miami, who also got the brakes beat off of them, but you know, it's a it's a conspiracy against you always. And yeah, Georgia beat the living crap out of South Carolina. Which I mean, did you expect something different? No, no, I didn't. South Carolina, they were two and over. They trash. So, um. You know, other than that, man, it's been it's been a relatively quiet week. Shout out to my boy Juan, who lost a bet. He gets to wear my jersey tomorrow for the team meeting on video. That's gonna be gracious. I will take a picture of that, and I will go on every social media outlet that I am attached to. Um, you know, I might put him beside the other dude who lost a bet against me like that. 
don't pet me and talk about wearing jerseys. My team, fine. I should do that with everybody because I might win more. Um, other than that, man, summer's almost over. It's almost fall. So, it's almost time to break out the jackets and garbage. So, can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> I can't. I hate the cold weather with passion. But, you know, it is what it is. But, hey, man, thank to everybody who joined us on the show today. Um, can't wait for AG to be back next week. Thank you, Teak Moby, for being here. You know, hey, just like we do, is episode 98. That's right. In two weeks, we will have episode 100. It probably will not be anything different. But it's not going <laughs> to be nice to say that we did 100 episodes. <laughs> so... So tell your friends, um, you know, thank you for supporting the five minute warning. Uh, we're not going anywhere. It's just, I mean, we're just getting a little bit older. So once again, thank everybody for listening today. Thank you for listening live. Thank you for listening on the podcast. Um, yeah. Thank you, Moby. Next week, the triumphant return of AG and music in the background. I kind of miss that. Um, but yeah, not gonna lie, it's 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 good to have some 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 fake Kenny G in the background. So we'll get that back next week. And hey, everybody have a great week. Tell someone that you love them, and tell someone that they should be listening to this show on Sundays and on the podcast. And until next week, we out. We'll be out in. 7 and 23 I don't know we'll figure it out one day peace you can send any questions or comments to five minute warning 19 at gmail.com the five minute warning can now be heard on Spotify Apple podcast breaker Google podcast and radio public share like subscribe to the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search 5-Minute Warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Stay safe out there.